Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Headspace Podcast. This is where we talk about new rap albums, new-ish rap albums, track by track, giving thoughts and opinions on every single song. My name is Holden Stefan Roy, HSR, and today I'll be talking to y'all about K Reno's album, Lightning Language, the first part of the four piece, meaning that just like K Reno, he put all that effort into dropping four fucking albums at the same time. While mine aren't going to come out at the same time, I'm doing four reviews. So that's what's going to happen here. I've take Anyway, we'll get to that in a bit. For those who are new here, who uh, have never seen this show before, you can check the description of the video to see when I'll talk about any particular song. But I like to let everybody know at the beginning that I'm not a professional. In fact, uh, I'll introduce a bit how I... I'll introduce a bit like how contextually like I know Carino, but you definitely person who cares enough to watch a long review on this album. You care and know more about him than I do. And I ask for your patience and I ask for your education on anything that I say incorrectly or silly, or if you just feel like you want to contribute to the conversation to put that down into the comments section and myself, I will, if you make that effort, do the same thing and answer that comment and we can have a little conversation. Like today I spoke to somebody and we had like a 30 comment interaction. It was beautiful. We got to share knowledge and just cool shit. It was just exciting as he taught me about a different album that wasn't this one. I digress. I'm really about that. That's what this is. is It's a growing experience. Album by album that I review, I learn more, I know more, and that's kind of the goal of this entire project that you're coming to. Um, and before I get into the review, I do want to give a quick shout out to our patrons, Ismail Gadamsi, Chris Prado, Carl, uh, Linda Williams, and Super Old School 1994. That was a terrible fucking version. Sorry, I say it all the time. Sometimes it's a, it's a clusterfuck. Anyway, we're going to jump into this now. And this first real section in the review is me just kind of contextualizing my familiarity with the act. And I do this because... K. Reno's been around since the early 80s. I believe it's 83 when he started rapping. That means that in the last, what, 36 years, he has amassed quite the fan base. And at any point along that journey, you watching this jumped on that train and became a fan. And you've sat with certain albums. Maybe it was the big seven, and that's what got you. Maybe you've been around for 20 years, or maybe you're like me. And you started reviewing albums, but you have a cousin who nonstop harasses you to talk about K. Reno. Not harass. That's that. No, that's the right word. He is a good advocate of K. Reno. He made sure, made sure I knew when Mightier Than the Sword dropped. I believe that's what it's called. If not, I sound stupid. Whatever. And I reviewed that shit, and I said to myself, "Holy fuck! How did I not know about this guy?" And it was a. It was an amazing album. I would say it's one of the best albums I've reviewed in terms of solid construction and consistency. You can watch that review if you really want to hear the whole breakdown. But then I knew the four piece was coming and I've been watching for it. Outside of that, I haven't listened to a lot of K Reno. Um, I know about his career. My cousin has on many occasions broken down many of his accomplishments. And the last time we reviewed him, I made the mistake of saying K Rhino. Yeah, I know, it sounded, I know, I know, I'm sorry, but that happened, we've learned from that, but the fact is, we made the effort to, like, do these reviews, and when he dropped 
his four piece hey it's just an incredible idea from an indie guy like him to put it out i was gonna go buy it and then realized i'm poor so my promise to all indie artists is when the money comes in from the efforts of what i'm doing here i will cop every album i've ever reviewed and that's just what it will be for now unfortunately we uh, live in the financial realms of what's possible still i listened to every album and because it was k reno i made sure that before talking about any of these in the four piece every song got at least five to six listens the whole album's been played through and particularly with lightning language a little bit more than the other ones i listened to it the week they dropped and i was blown away but i realized there's a lot of language there and uh this next part is kind of to the carino fans so there's this website called genius.com and as a reviewer I rely so heavily on it, not because I don't listen to it, not because I don't hear the music. Often I hear the music and I catch things that I like and I want to write them all down. But sometimes you want to quote eight bars and quoting eight bars is a lot to write down. It really just, it kind of breaks the flow of reviewing an album. It makes it a lot of distraction. So I can't really focus on what's being said. So with that in mind, a site like genius.com is a wonderful tool. However, I came to Genius.com on the entire first week. The albums were available on YouTube, but not on the other streaming platforms. And uh, there was no lyrics added. And then over time, lyrics have been added. Thank goodness, Lightning Language, all the lyrics are there. But at this very moment, just like none on the S Project, there's none on Three Weeks Later, there's two songs missing on uh, the next album, Then and Now. And uh, I'm sitting here and I'm wondering to myself, Kirino's such a lyrical guy right and we all want more people to listen to him that's why we're making this review that's probably why you're watching this review we both have that shared goal and i wondered why his fan base wasn't putting these lyrics up because if you go to the site there's a button to create an account you link it to your facebook or an email or whatever and now you can add lyrics and anybody who's logged in can go to any one of these songs and transcribe the lyrics and i think that k reno if you are watching this, if you were to go on this site and you were to annotate those lyrics or even your fans, for the fans too, if anyone annotates and just describes the brilliance, what you can do is give the kids a cheat sheet because the expectation that a lot of the bigger names are going to talk about four albums dropping, if the lyrics aren't available anywhere, it's not that high it took me this long just because the lyrics weren't available i put so much time into the last two projects that it's not that i don't enjoy the music but it if i have if most people have to pick between a k reno album with no lyrics available or anybody else with lyrics available it's really not a hard choice if you have no emotional attachment to the artist the level of work that gets added for the reviewers for the and i know maybe Carino doesn't care about this shit and i know that maybe you guys as fans don't care about this shit but i'm genuinely and sincerely trying to offer some like really good advice to your this fan base other fan bases had this lyrics up like the song drops at midnight the lyrics are out by 1 a.m i know genius hires people to do this a lot but i also know that there are just underground communities that within the first day or two they make it happen and so I put out a call to all of y'all in the K Reno fan base to do this man a good service and have that lyrics up. You may say, but Holden, what about you? Dude, I'm doing these fucking album reviews. Every one of these took me at least 10 hours. Every last one that you're seeing me do here, regardless of the time, it's at least 10 hours of my life. 
So this is my contribution to the things. And this is me saying, let's organize. I make this kind of media. Somebody else splits it up. Everybody grabs a song, put it up. And then we help Kareno get some more clout. And then he gets to sell more of those units because, you know, the 500 uh, albums sold on the last project in the therapy song was a sad thing to hear. And, I, you know, I understand it all, but let's play the Internet game. Let's help him get some more points and shit. That's all I'm trying to say here. So if you guys are offended by that or anything, I'm really sorry. Maybe I'm speaking out of place, but I have been reviewing albums for over two years now. And I can tell you that it was really sad to me. It's like a sign of Internet health for an artist is their genius page, believe it or not. And the fact that only 61 people have clicked on the first, like the intro, just to see what it was about. It's, I mean, maybe the intro is a terrible example. It's just what I have open and behind the camera. But in general, like the, the view counts on these songs are very small. And that's sad to me because that is metrics that count towards interest in the artist. And I want to see those numbers go up, like I said. I digress. So I'm a new K Reno fan. But I am a passionate K Reno fan now because of this four piece blew my mind that much. And so I'm going to use my platform to try to help the man to the best of my human ability. Anyway, that being said, I loved the title of this project, Lightning Language. A, it's alliteration, which is always fun, but it just gives you an idea that this album's going to be bar heavy. It's going to be full of powerful wit, good writing. The kind of shit I believe most people expect from K Reno. And I thought that was really cool. I thought it was a cool cover too. Seems a little sparse, a little, you know, like a nice old school design going on. Like it all, it feels like the kind of thing, not so much that I'd want on a poster, but I want to get it like down on a little like patch and like put it on a jacket or a school bag or something. And I thought that was a really cool design. But I don't have a lot more to say about the cover really. It doesn't blow my mind. It does its job really well and will work really cool as a patch. It's uh, a cool, I guess, introduction to the four piece. And yeah, on that, the first uh, track is intro. This is hilarious. It's like the best dad joke intro I've ever heard because this is what this is. It's a big dad joke. Dad joke. Um, so first, he's arguing with himself. He plays both characters, and he does the voice distinction so fluidly that for a half second, you're wondering if like he featured somebody. But no, he's just that talented. Um, guy goes up to order a four-piece, you know, food. I'm picturing chicken. I really want chicken now. But um, Karina is like, nah, nah, I got what you need. Nah, 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 I got what you need. Blah, blah, blah. And he cuts him off, and they have a little argument as the guy's trying to order his food. Kareno hands him a bag and inside of the bag is the four piece the four albums and he's like damn and he was all sad and I thought it was just hilarious I was like you know what if the goal of an introduction which is something I keep saying now is to take a person from their little universe whatever they were going on in life and bring you down into the world of the album the mist does a really good job at that because you're so caught up in the little funny di dialogue that you stop thinking about like whatever the hell was going on before and you realize that Kareno is setting you up to listen to this project so i think it's a it's an apt intro it doesn't blow my mind it's a funny dad joke it's enjoyable it's better than what google home delivers in fucking terrible jokes but um i, I don't know i have a lot more to comment on this one i just thought it was cool and so i gave it a 4.25 but K Reno really schooled me because he is the new professor. So it comes in 
and you got a little bit of like uh like what you would expect almost on an Eminem song that little school bells the little introduction bit like taking that extra effort to kind of create the narrative to introduce the context of the song the new professor so Mr. K and he comes in and this song is this barrage of just bars of how he as a new professor is going to basically teach you shit in a very complicated way uh that's the the simplified version of this song but what i believe is that the whole song is a bit of a metaphor for kerino's role in hip-hop because like there's something that i really enjoy about his youtube channel is that he starts all of his videos with you know it's your big bro kerino and you know what i like that because it makes me feel like you know what kerino's like my big brother teaching me shit and I don't know if I'm his target audience, but this little dude up in Montreal can't help but like feel so inspired by his overall sense of wisdom. Now, we really know that this is drive driven home, in my opinion, with the part of the song where he goes, you will see me as ugly. I need you to love me. Life or death pop quizzes on subjects, subjects that we didn't study. I'm sure you notice several older people here in class. There's these students from my former school haven't managed to pass. They've been with me since they were young, each class and each stage, because one of the courses they kept failing was mastering age. And it's almost like he takes an opportunity he kind of like breaks character in a sense to kind of drive home i think the point of a song with those bars where he's talking to youth and he's saying listen this is the the rules of the game i'm gonna teach you the knowledge this is what it's about but you'll notice that certain people can't get past a certain phase of life because they never really understand how to grow up like i'm 31 now and the process of becoming a self-sufficient independent individual was a huge learning age as Karina would put it and so when I'm hearing these bars right there and I realize and I look around at people of similar age and different success levels and I and I see a lot of what, he, what he's talking about there and I thought that was really cool but really y'all care about the bars I bet and this song is just non-stop so like this is uh start right off the jump i'm your new professor i've improved the lesser message of your clueless testers they've been removed i'm the new successor the first assignment that i'll burst your mind with is to break the earth's alignment find six different time zones and reverse the climate so the rhyming is ridiculous i mean it's really well done the diverse use of vocabulary it's like it baffles me how many words k reno knows how he can make it all fit the flow but what really impresses me is the content of the bars every single line on we, we could just jump ahead and read another section just to prove it um before we scratch the surface i'll just test a person first and every 30 seconds blurt a whole semester's worth of work the consequence for bad behavior is wrenching sending you to detention in an evil wicked dimension and even though it's only minutes the time seems like a thousand ages so many courses the report cards are a thousand pages so the whole point of this song is that his knowledge set is going to overblow your fucking ideas and so he uses creative ways to show that he everything else you used to learn the level of acceptance and knowledge was one thing but what he's going to do here is blow your fucking mind he's going to give you so much truth and so much knowledge and so much wisdom in his bars that he'll literally fuck you up and if you can't comply you're banished you're taken out you know but 
Anyway, maybe that wasn't the best follow-up part to that main narrative, but it's all part of it. It's all related, you know? Like, oh, you're going to fuck up in class, you're going to get punished. Homework is rubbed into your forehead in the form of a cream, and no matter what you do, don't ever touch this bright folder. If you miss one day of class, I'll start your whole life over. Then at recess, we play with gamma rays on average days, 10 millenniums, the curriculum, all on a half a page. So it's just an intensity, this overwhelming ludicrous sense of imagination and i think my key word for k reno is imagination this never gets boring granted if the whole album was this subject of him being the great professor I'm, or the new professor i might get bored but he somehow manages to fill out several minutes of just pure bars with no hook over that beat bounce off it flawlessly multiple flows and ends it all up with this like great fucking line uh, by the way, I'm Mr. K, your new second grade teacher. So again, he's a jokester, because at the end of it all, he's letting you know, this is my expectation for your youth. You know, like really establishing how advanced and meta shit can get. And maybe also commenting that we need to up the bar of the education that we're giving to everyone. I like this song. Um, I, don't, I don't have a flaw or a criticism this checks every box, in my opinion, of what a perfect song should sound like. A great beat, nothing wrong with it. If I mean, stylistically, it might not be your cup of tea, but this is really in the realms of my cup of tea. He treats it right. His rapping never gets boring. The content is ridiculous. I mean, this is a five on five, and this is just the first song, and I'm already blowing away. Well, what I got to do to prove that I can keep doing this all day? This is an interesting track to me in terms of displacement. So he introduces us with the concept of he's doing an established big thing for albums. He flosses vocabulary and skills and creates bars and just establishes he's a dope ass MC with an intention to teach. And then this next one, this next one really hit me. It's just look at the chorus, what I gotta do to make you see that I stay true and get some love back too, to show the whole world that I did it all for you. And the whole tone of this song, you just feel the burden of what it must be like to still be grinding. Like, I've been grinding for a while, and I've got not much success at all. And K. Reno is so much better and cooler and grinding for so much longer and literally five times as long as I've grinded in my life. And, like, if he still isn't popping or feeling good, I mean, I see a sub count on YouTube. That's a really interesting metric, you know? Um... The fact that he's writing this, he must feel very heavy on this. Like, the shit, like, my name is like dust, it blows unnoticed forever. Well, I mean, I noticed you, K. Reno, but I get it. From, like, a mass audience point of things, people don't really know him. K is the real deal. My skill ain't a bluff. My catalog's up on the beast to release seven CDs in one day, and it still wasn't enough. No intention of no mention from any publication or station. I heard that line, and I said, fuck, I gotta review the four-piece. All of it. No matter what, have to do it. And I'm like, it's an interesting like thing to me just to see this this whole tone and and basically like he's constantly validating what his career has been like. If you listen diligently, eventually you will agree no lyricist in history has been consistent as me. It's a higher peak I mentally aspire to reach when I'm being penalized for my desire to teach. And I thought that was cool because lately I've had this revelation in my fanship with Eminem. Um, Eminem has wasted his platform, in my opinion. He's a grown-ass man, about the same age as K. Reno, with nine figures, and he's whining about his legacy instead of proving his legacy's valid. When you start rapping about your legacy, whatever, it's just sad. Whereas K. Reno is trying to up the game and rap some real shit. 
So in a sense, Eminem has some verses that parallel the tone of this. Like, this has a very woe is me, I'm frustrated, life is hard, appeal to it. But like, Kirino's got a really good point. And even here, he says humble, he tries to focus. A lot of men want to stray, so when I pray, when my mindset's in disarray, but at the end of the day, I want to make sure that I said everything I intended to say. And, you know, like, he's just trying to stay dedicated and focused and even just gain any kind of attention and it just seems like it's not happening whereas eminem has the whole fucking spotlight on him when anyone who goes yo there's no competition for eminem it just tells me straight up they've never listened to k reno and that's that's just kind of where it's at like k reno has become my my case point for why i don't like eminem as much because when you look at the content diversity so we're only on track to, I guess, the second song of this series, but we we both know no other song is this on this project. What do I have to do to prove shit to you? Look at all the stuff I've already done. I'm feeling depressed and unmotivated almost. You know, it's like I got people mad at, but he's also got lines like I got people mad at me for not taking advice that I didn't even ask for. My last resort is to get my passport and do me a NASCAR with some miles on the dashboard. And, you know, like, he's feeling drastic. And I understand that last part where people will always give you advice. And then if you don't take it, it's like an issue. It's like, how are you going to tell me how to market my shit? How are you going to tell me how to run my life? And I feel like Kirino's frustrated. He's been doing the pure thing for so long. And when you do the pure thing, unfortunately, in this day and age, it's, it's not often that you'll get rewarded for that. But through his vigilance, I think he's inspired many people. And I, I don't know, this song just really, really, really affected me, I guess. Like, it had this deeper tone that really made me think. On the other hand, it wasn't necessarily quite as dope to me as The New Professor while being prolific and interesting. Um, it is a good song. And when I'm listening to the whole album, I didn't want to skip it. But if I'm talking about songs I want to go seek out, like, I'd go play The New Professor to, like, floss for other people. Whereas something like What I Gotta Do... It just reminds me to appreciate things more, which, yes, I need sometimes, but it's really what it does is that if I ever want to complain, man, K. Reno has it harder and has more to complain about than I ever could. And that's the kind of shit I was left with. So I gave it a 4.5 on 5, and I thought it was a brilliant song. And keep in mind, for, for like my gradings, I don't often explain this, but a 4 is what I call a good song. It meets every metric point of what a good song is supposed to sound like to me anything below that shit starts annoying me or getting boring anything above that is where we get into the real shit so 4.5 means it's a great song i would love to hear this song again um five is just blew me away it's hard to hit fives but 4.5 is like me trying to say this shit is way better than what people are putting out anyway let's talk about a brilliant experience in song form called my bike I found when it comes to like storytelling songs, I quote less because it's just there's enough going on in the story to talk about. So he rides his bike to the store because he likes to explore. Had some coupons in my pocket so the price would be lower. I mean, I know I just kind of contradicted myself and quoted it, but like just look at how that starts. So we know it's a story. He's on his bike. He's chilling. Now, I'm a cyclist myself. I'm uh, using it as my exercise form in the nicer weather. And you know what? Sometimes you take the long way home just because you like to explore because when you're on a cycle going up eight blocks takes no time and it's just fun but the fact that he has coupons i'm all about that thrifty shit my mom taught me like that so the fact that he is not wasting money while also being eco-friendly on his cycle good on you k reno that's the opposite of a lambo 
Um, anyway, so he rolls up to the storm and somebody calls out his name. And as he says, I heard somebody call out my name. You hear a Karina in like the background as like an ad lib. And I thought that was an excellent addition. Um, so he's talking to his person. He's going to get some food. And then apparently the guy notices his bike. He's about to lock it. And the guy's like, nah, nah, no need to chain it up. I'm outside. I can watch it. Karina's a little skeptical. He's like, I don't know. I came a pretty long way. I don't want to be fucked here. But he ended up like trusting this guy and going inside and it took a while and why is it taking so long he's feeling panicked and i know that feeling when you leave your bike unlocked holy shit you're just in and out of the store you do not have time to shop you are there to get back to your bike because that should get stolen especially if you're in the middle of nowhere it's like on top of losing your bike you gotta walk like one time i had a flat tire and my like 28 30 minute bike ride uh turned into a two and a half hour walk well it's more like two hours with like my bike and everything so i get where he's coming from and how this happens so when sure enough his bike was gone and he feels like the sky is falling that i felt there i felt that before and then people laughing when he's calling he's posting pictures he's looking and stalking you know what so when i realized that maybe this song is a little bit more than just a bike so obviously it's about the bike because y'all heard three weeks later and you know that we're going to talk about this bike again but it really could be anything because like i lost my nintendo ds once with all of my pokemon and i had transferred all of my pokemon from like we're talking the third gen or whatever second gen basically i kept moving my legendaries over like you do and i had about eight years of having done that on this one like pokemon cartridge that was black or whatever i think it was black and i was inside of my ds and either somebody pickpocketed me or i lost it it could have been either and i was crushed i mean to buy a new ds is something within the realms of what i could afford if i really needed it it's it's about the same price as a bike at the time you can get a bike for a used one at least for that price plus but it was more about the emotional attachment to that pokemon game um, anyway, so it's stuff like my bike has wonderfully stacks that's right in front of me, Jack. I know it's not the same, but you can replace this bike with anything. Why'd I, tr sorry, why'd I trust this bummy cat? I'm such a dummy for that. Where's all the thoughts and the prayers? It's like nobody cares. I'm searching everybody, pushing little kids off of theirs. Man, I done flip my persona, bro. I'm tripping, so I'm gonna run back to this house before this little boy go get his mama. And that's amazing because sometimes you do fixate on some irrational shit. Like, really, all things considered without knowing about the special facets of this bike. Um, it really is just a story about a guy whose bike that he loved, that took him on many adventures, that he has like a whole appreciation for got stolen and nobody cares. People don't understand it. They're just belittling it. And this is frustrating him to a point where like, he basically pushes a little kid to harass him. And now it sounds so ludicrous, but from an emotional point of view, I've lived this in a different sense, but I've lived this song. And then, in the third verse, I miss each part of it most that shattered all of my hopes. It had reflectors all around and tennis balls into spokes. The guy took what I had. I want to whoop him so bad. They're going to have to surgically remove my foot from his. And then one of my favorite uses, you know what comes next, but it isn't. It's ask me if I care what you think. And he goes on from there. And he's basically just kind of wishing that he had locked the bike at the end of the song. Um, I can't believe we just spent all this time describing a song about a dude whose bike was stolen on the emotional impact of such a regular thing 
And it was about here that I realized how much Eminem is wasting his potential and how lacking content he really is. We didn't need good girl, guy, bad guy, all that bullshit. We didn't need that. We needed Eminem's bike getting stolen or some shit. And instead, Kirino's giving it to me. So it's like, why am I going to go over there anymore? Why? Because it's clickbait. And if I make an Eminem video, I'll get clicks. And making a Kirino video, I'm hoping. It's not about the clicks for me, actually. I hope I get clicks. But I'm making it so that Kirino knows somebody cares. You know, or at least not just me. Me and my cousin and all of you guys watching this care. And we can tell them by doing shit like this. I digress. Five on five. This song is perfect. This song is so awesome to me. And I can't wait to like go back and hear like the Sorcerer Saga series and shit. Anyway, the next one is the title track on this particular album. It's called Lightning Language. Braggadocious rap is an interesting subject to me. Because basically every rapper is kind of saying the same thing because it's a sport like hip-hop to me is a bit of a sport and part of that sport is to prove why you're the best and with Kirino's imagination and diverse vocabulary he's able to create braggadocious hip-hop that sounds like literally nobody else could write it maybe Aesop Rock or a couple others could compete with this but this is some next level dope shit like as I walk the metropolis under sovereign auspices I'm like what the fuck's an auspice I don't even know as it is I'm gonna google because I forgot the definition so the fact that he has shit a divine or prophetic token you're like okay so now I just learned a new world as I walk the metropolis he's a sovereign divine prophet oh fuck that's a dope line I'm a dark spitting arsonist right because fire spitting but he's also spitting rhymes arsonist with a closet of carcasses so he's murked everybody i'll be stalking your offices beg your pardon for heartlessness the unfortunate part of this is i'm just getting started this 20 artist that's marvelous in the genre regardless if it's an author guitar or star and be singer or novelist i could flow that because you wrote it so well that anybody could flow that that is good writing Good rating means any rapper can rap that verse. It's actually a compliment to Kirino. Because a bad verse is not written in a way where literally like that flow is just built into it. It's like everything's fucking rhyming. It's such a cool rhythm. Um, the whole song is in the same vein of this. I mean, there's just, I could again, stop anywhere. And the thing about Kirino that's cool, that so often how it works with these things is I'll look for significant lyrics to strike out at me. With K Reno, I decided I could randomly stop anywhere on the page and it would be dope. And I'm right. Like, I break cosmic rules and laws, make profits using bars, make molecules dissolve and silence move through walls. I mean, it's a fascinating thing because in a sense, only a, like by making molecules dissolve, if you have that power, you really could then dissolve the wall and move silence through it in a literal sense while still sounding dope while still hitting the rhyme scheme he sounds fucking smart informed and it's just so interesting the schizophrenic birthday clown scaring the children flashing simple dramatics that bend and rip through metallics that more twisted and callous than maggots mixed in a salad reduce your weight into ounces and propagate my announcements so this is all dope let's talk about one thing k reno doesn't do he's not shitting on anybody really He's just hyping up how good he is. He doesn't call people... I mean, he might have been to pass. But he's not, like, calling people faggots. He's not calling people bitches. He's offering, like, respect to everyone in in this. Like, we're talking about a full barrage, but three, almost four minutes of braggadocious shit. And he's not disrespectful to anyone. 
Nobody does it like that. That's fucking cool. Um, the rhyming on this track is as impeccable as anything else you would expect on this album. It's completely interesting. So if you are looking for a more rhyme-heavy, less story-driven song, Lightning Language is right up there with New Professor, but in a more loose, he's the best kind of way. Um, but just to show that, there is still a link to some shit like, I'm foraging and exploring, orbiting in a DeLorean. Because, you know, it rides off into the lightning storm. It's pretty fun. Uh, I give it a 4.5 over the beat. Um, it's a good beat, but not one I'm as into. I had a, like That would be my only gripe about this song is uh, I could deal with a hyper beat. But the rhymes make up for it to a point where it doesn't as much matter. Because when you're listening to K. Reno, it's hard to care about the beat because K. Reno's rhymes are about sucking you in. Anyway, um, I've got no time to waste just rambling on. Now, this one appears to be targeting people so if you look at this chorus it establishes k reno and his intentions i'm just trying to win and make my mama proud ain't got no time to hang around that drama crowd that gave me what it used to be i'll let him run it down then got the nerve to wonder why i never come around so he wanted people obviously reach out to k reno and want to fuck with him probably lots of names reach out to him people probably respect and admire him and want that co-sign and this song is a little bit of a response he's like man shit isn't what it used to be let me kind of like tell you a little bit how i feel fake smiles kissing asses no sir i never believed in that that's true i get where he's coming from well i mean that's true that he never believed in that because i don't know better but it's a good mentality is what i meant to say Crash dummies, taking losses, letting people put keys in your back, showing up, trying to cap everybody, want that photo op, your whole life is like a fake picture, touch up, airbrushed, and photoshop, you ain't fooling me, you ain't fooling them, I can see right through them, don't get it twisted, you want Instagram flashing money, but in real life you're about to get evicted. Gosh, that's a lot. And I see these guys on my Facebook timeline, I won't ever say names, I'm not really into selling out anybody. Sometimes I see somebody flash money, and I know that if I literally just pulled up my paycheck, I'd have that kind of money it's not impressive it's not hard to have a thousand dollars like you can get that you might not it, what's impressive is to keep a thousand dollars to not have to spend it to have a thousand dollars left over after you re-up that's impressive still people flash money people talk a lot of shit people don't really do some stuff when og's move in silence and all that so shit like these sneaky bastards don't respect the game they cheat and they say they're happy but for you but they're mad you eating and i see that shit too i'm not even famous but because i have a self-sufficient little machine and i'm able to go ahead and say shit like i don't know if i really need your advice i'm kind of doing my own thing people don't like that people like to tell you what what's up and that's just kind of where it is so i really like i really appreciated this some people are cloud chasing like a fiend my hope for fame and everything between lying about how clean you are a senior crib a senior car doing everything backwards use a clown we screaming peace you screaming war rap about how you selling drugs talk about how you kill in the club roasted your ex on social media but everybody knows you're still in love and so that's where it gets real interesting so it's kind of saying that like you're gonna be fake because you know it's gonna care get you the money and this isn't a secret record executives push people to sell certain images because they know that those impressionable teenagers the ones who are looking for role models are gonna pick the rapper who's popping and the rapper that's popping might not be what the rapper really is it's just what the rich executive is using to push the image so to to promote that is kind of bad it's where he can say some shit like we scream in peace and you screaming war like i just said on the last song i didn't target anyone he just kind of bragged here he's pointing out negative toxic environments you know and 
just kind of calling people on their bullshit. And then the third verse, he keeps it going. People really don't practice. People don't really want to grow or learn. And everyone dropping shade like sunglasses. I keep my hand in the passing lane. The whole game is so backwards, man. The facts are too hard to ascertain because your friends and your enemies act the same. That line really hit me because, like, it is kind of confusing. The truth is, is you don't really know who's using you and who's down when both of them are going to be there for the ride and it gets kind of hard to understand it and i mean i don't want to throw shade at anybody but not every person who's no longer working with me on this channel left in a good terms let me mean sid left well and you know shit like that and but other people it wasn't really like a good terms so i just i look at the situation and as i, I kind of rise up i can relate a lot more to what he's describing here so I suppose as a 31-year-old looking for role models, I can appreciate a guy like this kind of breaking down how to spot a person who wants a meal ticket. And I thought this was a very enjoyable song. It has a very good hook that I thought was really cool. It isn't blow my mind material, but we are halfway through this project and every song has been about something different and every song has been unique and it has to be said that that is an impressive thing, living up to one of his earlier claims about how diverse and prolific he really is all things considered it's another four and a half on five for me really great song and uh the next one is interesting and he's already answered what needs to be said now something k reno and i have in common is i believe in god i don't know that i believe in christianity the way that he might manifest it but i believe in god and the humility and a lot of the things that he's describing here so to hear somebody describe a version of god that makes sense to me. Not like what the church says, not like what other people say. I thought it was really cool. Cause he's saying shit like that prayer you prayed is already answered. That call you made is already answered. Want him to make a way, you gotta make one too. If you believe in him, ain't nothing you can't get through. And so, it, this song kind of shows how God has things in the works to make sure that when you make your prayers, it's been answered already. He's already got the plan in place. It's just a matter of you walk in there. So he uses his verses to contextualize shit. Sometimes you don't have a clue about how you're going to make it through. All you know is when the smoke clears, you usually do. Before the stress and depression and the panic is mixed, you look up and notice the issue's already been fixed and be like, wow, be like, how? Feeling shocked and amazed. But why are you reacting that way? Don't you remember you prayed? And that's an interesting point. I often pray at the worst times of my life and then things work out every time. I've never had a moment where it just didn't work out. Sometimes it is the most Hail Maryest of last minute shits. Sometimes it's somebody like your girlfriend saying, fuck it, I'll deal with this shit and giving you that look. Sometimes it's anything, but God just answers your prayers, you know, like I've seen it for years. It could bring me to tears. Meanings are clear. God laughs at the things that we fear. When we believe, it start pouring the gifts out freely, smashing obstacles to show you that impossible is easy. If you don't believe in God per se, think about it from like the whole visualization argument. It's essentially the same thing. Have faith, believe, and you can achieve. God or secular, the actual knowledge doesn't change, which is super fascinating to me if you really understand both sides of it. Um, the second verse follows suit and he really does kind of keep going. You ever been totally broke when the rent was due and seemingly out of the blue it got sent to you? We don't believe in no magic, just a sowing of seeds, virtuous, deep, reap blessings in a moment of need. And that's kind of how it works. You're supposed to sow seeds to watch them grow 
like do good deeds and act in certain ways, then it create almost like a karmic balance of repayment in the sense that God's got you set up as long as you play the game, right? Even if you don't, God will still have your back in a sense. As long as you ask and as long as you open your mind to it. I don't want to talk too much more about just the religion side of it all, but I really do think this song is amazing. It sounds so honest and it's not preachy. It's just a matter of like, how are you like, insulting god when a fedex package you know like or but you see you in a rush your image of blessings are backwards you expect him next day like a fedex package coincidence is imaginary luck is fraud because you get luck the credit you insulting god that is something people do so his point is put credit where it's due if you're gonna pray to god when the times are rough don't act like it's lucky when you win the lottery thank god for the good and the bad and all of it anyway this song is, it really hit me hard i thought it was really strong and he kind of calls you on your shit and, and he doesn't do it in a way where it's like bad but if you have a, an understanding of god and religion and any any of the major ones what he's saying would apply it's really just have faith and then you know basically keep looking for him and keep opening up your mind and then he kind of wraps it up i'm a fool still striving still lost but i give i'm not telling you what i heard i'm telling you what i live and that's how i felt the realist there because he acknowledges what he doesn't know he acknowledges what he still has to learn but in light of that chooses to live charitably and share his life experiences so people you can't tell him he's wrong because this is his experience i appreciate that i thought it was really cool i gave this song a five on five i thought it was really imaginative it was a really good song and i think it even serves like a good social purpose on top of just being an enjoyable thing to listen to he really is a teacher like it's not just flossing anyway the next track i believe is for the ladies it don't matter this is like another one of those songs where i feel like it matters to write things like this it, it's like like how many women are gonna hear this song and know that Karina loves all women and appreciates and respects them like it don't matter what you got or what you have it don't matter the things you did in your past like how many guys judge a girl because like she fucked a bunch of people like come on dude it's just stupid you that insecure are if you are if you are that insecure that other cock has entered your girl then in my eyes you're not a very mature person but like that's what i mean that kind of shit like how does it matter what they did in their past it don't matter i just want to be with you up i just want to show you some love it's not my place to judge i've taken that approach with my girl i'm in a happy relationship look at that um it's really like people have pasts and frankly the most interesting people you'll leave you'll meet have had a past where you can easily judge so instead of doing that give these people who will do the craziest shit to you the most love is all i'm trying to say you have a crown whether small or packing some extra pounds whether dark skin light skin yellow or brown how you holding it down is still so hard to believe natural hair long hair short perm dread dreads or weave so many diverse versions of a queen that is striking you could be working in nine to five or straight housewifing single mother marry you want deep or not ready to settle living in a simple home mansion apartment to ghetto all of you are equally special so your worth should be known young or growing a few stretch marks or you're perfectly toned and i love it. it it's it's just literally like i've never heard a song that just took time to describe and try to include any kind of woman you could think of and just to say that all of you are queens and like all of you 
are something that should be appreciated and you know while verse one focuses maybe more on like physical body and aesthetics verse two is more personality and just other things i mean yeah even still some some look shit like little belly fat top heavier trim but also personality outgoing or shy and you compose plain chain wardrobe or a lot of colorful clothes and got a degree or a gad or you just dropped out early and the whole song's like this but what i really liked was domestically abused single separated or divorced it don't matter you know it's like you you really should just be loved for who you are and he does bring up some bad worse topics like got violated by a stranger and can't even discuss it a lot of sisters been molested by a man that they trusted no babies a bunch of babies life was hopeless and hard drug abuse custody wars deep emotional scars and it just flows on you know verbal attacks just all sorts of shit but at the end of the day an appreciation because no matter what shit a woman has gone through not one of us people especially as men here on the planet would be here without a woman so we should all maybe have a little bit of respect for women i thought this was a beautiful song i thought it was really enjoyable i normally don't like girl songs very much but this was special and different and this was educational to men this is how you should treat women and i thought it was worthy of a 4.6 in my preference game all right let's talk about every time this one it feels like it's a companion piece to i think it's no time where he doesn't have time to waste with like people who aren't going to you know play ball properly or who aren't going to grind or aren't going to put in the work on the other hand every time is like i can't stand that people are so interested in taking advantage of you and it kind of gives you examples of how people uh take advantage of you so it's like he doesn't have time for it and then expands further kind of describing maybe why that other song even exists so it's like you may have been questioning come on k reno what the fuck are you even talking about well he gives you a couple songs and then he answers you so every time they call you they want something they'll hit you till your cash is flat nothing left to add to that that's a hard chorus so maybe Kirino's not in the best position because a lot of people have taken advantage of him over the years. And that's not cool. I mean, that's just my two cents. I think, like, <clears throat> if you are... Like, I don't like the idea of accepting charity. I like the idea of something like a Patreon where I produce a show and you like my show and we work out a deal where you tell me what to review so I you give me money. That's a fair exchange. But I don't know that I like lending money to people or anything like that because it's just such a risk. But Karina starts us off here with, I'm going to be real with it. I don't see how you still kick it. They don't see you as a friend. They see you as a meal ticket. When they call, you already know they're about to go live. Like, how fucked up is that? Like, you call somebody, and then they go hit live, so now they're on the internet abusing the privilege of knowing you, taking your privacy. That's some fucked up shit. Like, that's some, don't ever do that shit to me. Let me know we're going live beforehand. Um they either need some money a place to stay or ride as soon as you answer the phone they're ready to mash you especially when they start with man i sure hate to ask you and then they start begging hard as hell and all that shit it's just it just flows from there and i love the line when he's like saying all that's missing is like a violin playing in the back like the world's tiniest violin fucking playing your sympathy song as you're coming in and like and i can only imagine that like if i ever do get to a point where i have money that like everybody's gonna be hollering at me for favors and shit don't i'm not as nice as Carino. um whenever they hit you now you duck and they leave a message boy you should you should be a hard man to get in touch with yeah you're right i can't rock with you brother because i ain't taking care of you homie i'm not your mother 
I get that shit. I've started to try to be a little more, try to be a better friend and caring and giving and shit. But people will take advantage of that shit. And my rule of thumb is kind of, if you're not willing to help yourself and do what you got to do for yourself, you're not really worthy of my time. But when people, like, I just, I can't imagine a life where it's like, man, you blowing up my phone over that punk ass money. Sorry, this is, um, you lend the person money and then all of a sudden they like, you call them to get that money back and they tripping up. But like, you know, at the same time, he tells you secret, you were crying when you went to borrow it. But like, yo, let's say I give you $200 and let's say I have $10,000 in my bank account. Just because I have $10,000 in my bank account doesn't mean that I don't need that $200 back. That $10,000 may already be spent in my head. I might need that $200. So just because you're in a worse place or whatever, like time, I don't know, man. It just makes me sad that people would take advantage of him like that, especially considering how cool of a guy he is. I don't know. I like the part where he's like, uh, I hate when people use their children as a begging excuse. I got to get Junior some school clothes and don't know how. And then he responds with, you got $200 tennis shoes on right now. And it's like, you know, people, I once tried to bum a cigarette while holding a Blackberry and learned really quick that you can't have nice shit and then ask for charity. If you have the nice shit, you can always sell that nice shit, get worse shit, and then have what you need. Anyway, this song was very enjoyable. This song had another great message in it. It really hit me hard. It was relatable. It's something where, again, I feel like he's he's kind of saying it as a warning to people like myself who are trying to build businesses and make something more of our life or, you know, put our city on the map because, you know, that shit's apparently really important. And Montreal has a hip-hop scene. People should care about it, in my opinion. He did that for Houston. I'm going to try and do what I can for Montreal, inspired by the South Park Coalition. I, dis- I digress. This song's a five. It's fucking incredible. Um, the next one is It's Real Out Here. When I really start thinking about like song placement, because I mean, he had 46 songs. He obviously had to place them in a specific arrangement. Real Out Here is a response to every time, if you really think about it. So every time he's pointing out how people are acting kind of bummy and crummy. But here he's now explaining the context surrounding those same people so that you're not meant to hate them. You're meant to offer them compassion and love because while they are hitting them up like that and that shit is happening, you just also still have the hood being the hood. And if he's from Houston, it's definitely real hood, not like other places which aren't the same kind of hood. And I'm not implying my city, I'm saying in general. But like, he really just spits this gritty picture. Listen, it's real out here. Nothing becoming easy. What's the deal out here? People be acting greasy. Been a long while since we had a good hot dinner. We chasing money, but that money went as fast as a sprinter. It's getting wild in these streets. They say that we crazy, but y'all the ones building the prisons to lock up their babies. Tough to get ahead when somebody pressing us back. You created the ghetto, man. How you expect us to act? You got a pistol on him, plus in his truck a machine gun. Hard to learn to be a man if I never seen one. I mean... I can't say that anything that really gets said in this track is new. I mean, this is to the sadness. Um, I had an epiphany uh, across the way of reviewing these albums is you can pick a rapper from any decade and any city. And as long as they're from the hood or any kind of poor environment or they're black, because I mean, they're obviously rappers who don't do this, but they all seem to be able to mention this song. This song appears in some way, whether it's the anti-police brutality forum, whether it's the context setter, but when people out there ever want to comment to you on how 
why how do you know this shit's real how do you know people are exaggerating how do you know that police are killing and being unfair well my answer is now because every rapper whether it's Reno to migos has that song every rapper it's kind of whack that is hundreds of thousands of people probably who have shared their story and yet it's all disregarded every album let alone just rapper every album seems to have this song so like i don't want to like come off in a way like where it sounds like i don't appreciate it because it's really well done it's extremely well written um you see uh you see uh sorry plot and plan when the sun's out and move at night they got dropped into grease and ain't choose this life hard as hell trying to make a way beyond odds you see thugs when you look at them i see young gods um i think gods in this sense is the like nation of islam term for black men um you see criminals and drug dealers headed for jail i see poor people trying to fight their way out of hell now while i may not be black i did grow up poor so shit like this is kind of relatable the the poor white crack filled communities in montreal are just as fucked up as some of the other ones not that they're so prevalent anymore gentrification is a funny thing but i'm not even trying to make comparisons between the hoods i'm trying to say that poverty is a real thing and it impacts a lot of people and i i empathize with what he's trying to say here because of how people treat poor people they must treat black people even worse is i guess the point i was trying to make um anyway this song is really cool in terms of the knowledge just stuff like it ain't nothing to see here some gunshots flying around picture a five-year-old seeing a dead guy on the ground watch it i do picture it and it breaks my heart and it's so compassionate and what's so admirable is his patience and his wisdom he doesn't sound like an angry young person wiling out he sounds like a sad old older person trying to just have the patience to educate and still try and you know how you know he's legit on his youtube channel very recently he's talking about the houston march how people he wants to break the misconception that people don't care about black on black violence and they don't march for it everyone focuses on police violence well carino you taught me that you at least are willing to play that game and and educate me to knowing that you're gonna have this march so i thought i would just share it with everyone to show that yeah people like k reno are doing it and you don't know about him because he's not rapping about the bullshit that's popping because he's rapping about real life shit anyway 4.75 on 5 i feel like i'm getting sad over this review because like it, it's baffling to me that this guy is just not getting the love that i think he should get um anyway everything is great is the next one on this project i like this one because in light of the more heavier and more negative side of things you might be left feeling like k reno's life is a little bit hard he said several things on here his bike gets stolen you know people don't appreciate him why why what does he have to do to get people's attention as a rapper but then in spite of all that everything's great because the fact is like living good no capping is real still got a lot of money left after the bills you know so he's like you know i'm okay i went from a young no name straight to og i'm like that's true walk around well fed because the streets supply me you ain't gotta watch your back if you ain't cheat nobody lay low keep your mouth closed folks is jealous can't nobody talk your business unless you tell it you know and he just kind of shows down that like self-made entrepreneur my work is legal if i see you doing good i'm gonna clap that up if you reach your hand up i'm gonna dap that up he's got love for everybody he's got love for everything 
you know and he kind of lets you know also that you might slip every now and then and bust your chin and sometimes you got to take a loss just to win can't promise you when life it's here won't stop can't you know forget about his people still locked up and all the fact that some are coming home some are not some are still out there hustling and he just kind of paints this picture where he appreciates the wins and successes of everybody and his mindset is if you take care of people if you take care of the changes in yourself if you're taking care of your babies you don't want already i'm making my own changes can't fall in this game because every day i hear the money bags calling my name so tell them so as long as you're able to breathe and fight you still get out there and do it and if you keep grinding and you establish yourself in an honest way well basically people are gonna have your back and make sure you're all cool even if you stumble and fall the song is pretty good the song follows through i feel like it's inspirational i feel like it picks you right up and i like the fact that he kind of thanks uh his haters got a message for the haters who've been breaking the rules the only thing i love more than winning is making you lose if we let the fake win then the real won't grow you got a rep for your partner so ain't here no more so i'm here making this review kid reno because you know everything helps whether or not my significance is whatever at the very least somebody made a media piece on this so there you go um i'm just i'm blown away the inspiration his willingness to teach the attitude and perspective this man lives with his life like just the idea that you don't have to watch your back if you don't fuck people over like it's just such an interesting revolutionary way to approach shit. i don't know i'm saying that arrogantly with all of my white privilege not coming from the hood but I do work in corporate America under snakes. A lot of the shit that hip hop has taught me has helped me to navigate corporate America. Anyway, one more on this project. One more for the first of the four piece. It's called the wordsmith. I realized I may not have given my grade on the last one, so that one was a 4.5. Anyway, let's talk about the wordsmith. This has one of my favorite intros to a song on this album. You know, man, there comes a time in every rapper's life when he starts to run out of things to say, man. And you know, and I think that I have not reached that moment. Let's go. And I'm like, that's an intro. If you're going to call your song the wordsmith, you got to be like creative and shit. And I think it's funny that how certain rappers like Eminem have run out of things to say, regardless of their fame and clout and skill. But K. Reno does not. How do you know? Because when he woke up in the morning, it was evenings. And he thinks of thoughts that are intriguing, like a cannibal eating a vegan. I mean, I don't know if that's 100% intriguing, but it kind of is a little bit. It rhymes well, but I mean, a cannibal is, I guess if you're going to eat pure fed food and you're a cannibal, you're going to go with like the pure fed organic version, you would eat a vegan because they eat healthier. Any, don't take me seriously. I'm only teasing. Shit. I just broke down your bar taking you seriously. Saw my toe and got even and me being mad was the reason. I saw my foe and got even and me being mad was the reason see i'm a track pro and a pro tractor you're just a pro actor so every fact you know is no factor you named them i will fade them it's this for like the whole fucking song he just kind of just says shit uh he makes perspiration sweat because he's the wordsmith all right i'll say it again carino you're the wordsmith you'll kill them all to the end dropping words like bird shit ha <laughs> bird shit I, was, I just cracked a smile. Like, that was hilarious. This whole crazy verbose shit. And he rhymes wordsmith with bird shit. Which is obviously like he knows he could have done anything. And he just made a ludicrously silly line. Anyway, the whole thing is like stacked full of bars like this. Like there's no comparison. I'm greater than this fool. I shot the school teacher before we could make it to school. And the gap between me and rappers is huge in disparity. You clowns are so blind you couldn't see through transparency. 
right? Because it's transparent, so you can see through it, and you're so blind that you can't see through the see-through. Anyway, it's basically the whole song. It's really dope. It's really enjoyable. Um, it's a lot of puns and shit, and I give it a four and a half on five. I'm a little more drawn at this point, we'll say, to like the more meaningful shit. But the fact that he's able to balance the really meaningful shit with like the random wordy shit and is able to imaginatively consistently drop like new ideas in his lines. It's like, dude, who the fuck is this guy? Anyway, 4.5 on 5. And uh, yeah, so I guess that's the end of this album review of the first of the four piece, The uh, Lightning Language by K. Reno. I give this album 4.71 spoiler alert it's not my favorite album in the four piece there are higher grades being given but this might be one of the highest grades i've actually given on the channel um it's in the top 30 or 40 albums <clears throat> possibly even higher than that but i love this it checks off so many boxes great writing great clear delivery you don't need the lyrics to hear what he's saying you need the lyrics to quote it when you're doing a fucking review um you hear the beat selection is all over the place. My only, having listened to five of his albums now, I would prefer to hear him do something kind of like Meth Lab uh, season two, where he did some crazy modern shit. I think that would be fun to listen to personally. But at the same time, if he just kept doing this forever, he is like the ultimate at this content shit. It is so impressive to just see how diverse the subject matter is. We both know I've heard the rest of them, and uh, I know that it doesn't get worse from here. So it's really cool. It's really enjoyable to listen to. Um, I can't stress enough how quality his rhyming is, how diverse his vocabulary is, how impressive K. Reno really, really is in the art of being an MC. Anyway, thank you all for watching. I can't wait to hear what you have to say in the comment section, and I look forward to reading those, and we can have a little conversation. I will be getting out the rest of my four-piece uh, reviews out as soon as I can. I'm not going to interrupt the normal schedule, but I'm going to plug it out through Extra Days' bonus episodes. So I'll be recording them over the next couple of days. Everything's reviewed. Everything's ready to just record, edit, and get out. So instead of every day one a day that's or whatever by the end of the week they should all hopefully be out by the end of sunday of next week seven days from now my goal is to have all the four piece up in the meantime or whatever day i'm recording this on sunday even though it's coming out on a monday fuck i'm just rambling now let's get let it come when they come i hope you enjoyed this i look forward to talking to you special thanks to the patrons ismail gadamsey chris prado uh, super old school 1994 carl j and lindell williams they support what we do here because as you can tell i'm trying to put all this effort into the art of the album and give love to people so because of that they uh they help us and they get to swing our hand as we do more and more patreon driven requests um I also get access to content early and well because of them we're able to grow and keep doing this like you, you you can't keep doing this if there's nobody willing to support you you just psychologically can't so the impact of having these people supporting us is greater than anything else um otherwise you can hit that subscribe button the like button um comment like i said we can have a chat i dropped a project recently if you want to check that out it's down uh to the spotify links there but you can find it on whatever platform Anyway, I, I just, I really enjoyed talking about this project. And uh, yeah, got some more to take care of. So uh, I'll catch you soon. Thanks.